This is Self Care You with Scott, and today we welcome on the show good friend of the pod, Warren Edwards. The month of February in Canada is Black History Month, a month where people across Canada have the opportunity to celebrate the many achievements and contributions of Black Canadians. My guy Warren is a successful entrepreneur and positive community leader. Today we have a great conversation around all the awesome and positive things that Black History Month offers. This is Self Care You, and we're about to level up with Warren Edwards. The Self Care You podcast is brought to you by our good friends over at Into Thrive. The team at Into Thrive believe that obtaining a healthy lifestyle is not as hard as it seems. Into Thrive is built on the four pillars of success motion, nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle. But maybe the most valuable part of the program is that they have non judgmental accountability. I speak from experience. I took the metabolic reset and lost over 30 pounds, but it wasn't by starving myself and eating food that doesn't taste good. It's a well thought out nutritional plan that doesn't hit your bank account. It's strong motivation from a mindset expert, and it's accountability. If you're pushing to lose that COVID weight or just want to be healthy, Into Thrive is the right place. Be sure to check them out at www.intothrive.com to start the conversation today. What's good, everyone? Thanks for sticking around for another episode of the Self Care You podcast. We want to thank everyone for the ongoing support. I wanted to let you know that selfcareu.net is officially open and we're here to offer the ability for people to listen to the podcast in two easy steps. Check out www.selfcareu.net. When you get a chance, we would really love the support. Let's just get right into the show with Warren Edwards. Here it is. So today on the show, we sit down with the owner of the best food truck, Island Grill, basketball coach and founder of Project Impact Youth, Warren Edwards. How you doing, my man? good man how are you doing yeah things are good you know it's a crazy time with you know we're recording right now with uh covid coming out and then all this stuff in ukraine it's a crazy world man we live in i know man it's 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 terrifying and it's sad at the same time right like i can't imagine when it's like to go through something like that no you you know you get the good perspective obviously of where we live and, and what we have we're pretty lucky to have that um Warren, you know, everybody knows that you're a busy guy, man. You got lots of ventures, lots of things on the go. But this new business venture is the Island Grill Food Truck. You know, tell us a little bit about it, how it came to be. Yeah, man. So basically, my dad has a restaurant in Edmonton. And basically, I I actually wanted him to move back to Ontario. So I asked him, you know, like, is it possible for me to do, like, cook your food out here? And he gave me his blessing, you know. Happened to, you know, get people supporting me and able to get the food truck. Um, Because what I did was I actually did a little bit of sampling out of my house first. Uh, People enjoyed it. So I was like, all right, let's see what we can do. Get the food truck. And from there, I got a little bit of luck um, in terms of like actually being able to land a great spot on where I'm at. And then, boom, this is this is, you know, kind of like how we've been uh, how we've been able to, I guess, grow. So tell me what it looks like. Like, what's the landscape for a food truck? Because I think some people get it confused, right? I think some people see like, you know, they think ice cream truck and then they just think you're driving around all the time. Or mm-hmm. is it one static location? What's it look like? So it all depends. So for me, I am a little bit of both. So I have a location where I'm at. 
Uh, last year, I got there in June. We stayed there to the end of November. Um, we're up in the north end, so it's like basically 407 and simple. Uh, it's called the Futra Corral. That's where we're kind of stationed. That's where we're based um, for the summer months and different things of that nature. Now, I also do like events and private, you know, kind of catering, if you want to call that. Um, people will message me on Instagram, they'll email me, whatever, uh, and they'll ask if it's possible to come out. So what I did last year was I would just kind of put out a post on Instagram, on Facebook, kind of let the the people that own the the, the school truck corral know that I won't be there. And then we take the truck and we hit the road and we do what we got to do, right? But in terms of like the landscaping piece, everything still has to go through the city. Um, they treat it as if it's a restaurant. So you got to get your health inspection done, your fire inspection done, your building inspection done. Um, and then obviously you have to apply for a permit with the city. Yeah, all complex stuff, it seems like. But, you know, some of the things that you need to do in order to be successful. And trust me, I've had the food. It's really good. You know, you're not going to get this type of food at this quality. People are starting to put all this effort in food trucks and starting to come out with good quality foods. And when you go to that Corral, there's so many different uh, dishes that you can get. So good for you, man. You know, this past month uh, was Black History Month and February provided an opportunity for Canadians to celebrate, you know, the many achievements and contributions of black Canadians and their Mm -hmm. communities. No, I love to hear what, you know, Black History Month meant to you. So for me, Black History Month means like, you know, obviously honoring people in the past and their achievements and what they've been able to do and, you know, kind of like how we've grown uh, from then until now. But it also means to me like celebrating current people. So I I lived in Nova Scotia for a little bit and it was great seeing, you know, everyone kind of honoring uh, Lindell Wigington because he made the league, um, you know, and then just honoring people who are currently with us uh, for people who are doing you know, things right now. Um, I, I find that, you know, sometimes it can get lost and, you know, I don't want to take away from the things that have happened in the past, but, you know, we still have some people right now that are doing great things that, you know, deserve to be celebrated. So that's what I kind of, you know, see it as as well. Yeah. It's a great opportunity, obviously, to make sure that we spotlight a community that has modeled diversity in Canada for years. I think one of the greatest opportunities that you had in platforms was I am more than you think, you know, a video series that shows stories, obviously, of people in our community that were subject to racism. And I'm interested in you telling me a little bit about this project, how it came to be, and maybe if there's something in the future that we can look forward to. So how that came about was actually, you know, kind of everything that that I was seeing online with uh, the George Floyd incident and Black Lives Matter movement. And I was seeing a lot of things posted online. And, you know, I don't know, for me, I just see it as people obviously want to, they want to share, they want to be involved, they want to educate. But I kind of felt like that's very disconnected. Anyone can throw up a post, anyone can throw up a meme. Um, There are people who, you know, have gone through different things. And I want to create like a relationship through the stories that they're telling so that people can actually, you know, see and feel that these things happened or are currently happening, or these, these are the things that, cause we had a bunch of different ages through it, right? A youth, adults, um, that these are things that, that people face on a daily. It isn't just something that happened because, you know, it was caught on video when it was George Floyd. This is something that continues to happen. And I wanted to put it in the forefront where, you know, we can educate people um, and learning and then putting a face to, 
you know, situations that are happening um, that aren't necessarily covered by mainstream media. And then um, something that we're working on right now is we are working on a part two. Right now, I'm just trying to, you know, get together basically like the, the people to do the filming and production um, of it. You know, what was amazing in the first video series was like the ability to relate or put yourself in uh, someone's shoes or being in that, at least that scenario where you saw that happen. You know, one of the guests that you had on there was talking about, you know, being in these parties with hockey boys. And I, you know, I've obviously been in those settings where I've been around in those areas and I can see exactly what they're talking about. And the education is so good because you start to understand the relatability and, and that, yeah, it has been blinded for so many years. You know, your video series really deeply described it. I think it's a great job. So we're going to see a part two, you said? Yeah, we're definitely going to have a part two. Uh, right now, as I was saying, I'm just kind of working on like film production and trying to get everyone together to get it out. But yeah, there's most definitely going to be a part two. But even with I More Than You Think, I, I want to take it beyond, um, you know, kind of just leaving it at where it, where it sits on racial barriers i want it to be like true sense of the words right like i'm more than you think um in terms of any barrier any challenge that people are facing um and you know kind of like giving people a platform to create awareness the one thing that i will say that i'm working on for the second video is kind of piecing together um an actionable item after it because what i found is the speakers the people who you know were in those videos they felt so empowered and they felt so great and they're talking about something so heavy and then the cameras turned off and it was like all right see you later guys right job yeah and this time around i want to make sure that you know we're we have something where it's like you know what what do you think that we can do like you know either in the future what what do you think that we can do for you know people that your your peers or whoever it may be so that you know we can come together and you know kind of create more awareness or what kind of actions can we take to, I don't want to say like, you know, make this not happen, but yeah, make kind of like, you know, make it so that people are uncomfortable putting you in those situations. Right. Right. So. And taking the opportunity to break the cycle. Right. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to be like, you know, say these very powerful and educational words. And then when the lights turn off, you just forget you know about that and not have the continuous conversation it needs to continue to happen and and you know you're definitely the guy obviously that's going to be a leader in that community and roll that out uh you're involved in so many different things with covid restrictions obviously starting to taper off now in ontario summer's around the corner any big plans for project impact youth yeah so right now um something that's been in the works for a couple years um i'm trying to get this leadership I want to say camp done. Um, and I say leadership camp, but it's more like a leadership experience where we take 30 kids, uh, we bring them out for a weekend uh, to like an outdoor education facility. You know, they learn, we are going to create come almost like a curriculum where they're going to be learning in depth um, about what it takes to be a leader, you know, leadership skills. And then we're also going to do things where, they get to experience, you know, like the outdoor education pieces, um, working together in teamwork and different things of that nature. Um, and I'm hoping to get that done. Um, ho- hopefully by, I'm hoping by the fall, because summertime, usually those camps and things, they're, they're, they're super packed. So I'm trying to work with, um, with a camp 
where it can get done either early September, um, late September. And then also, we also have a summer camp that we usually run. Um, right now, I'm actually in the hiring process. Well, I'm in, I'm, I have one posting up. Um, I actually want to do something different this year. People are going to call me crazy for trying to get this done, but I don't want to see resumes. Um, right. I would rather, you know, kind of see if we can kind of create um, a relationship. I don't really, like, I don't really care about the experience when it comes to certain things. Um, I want to create the experience for these youth that don't normally get these opportunities. So I really don't care about the resume piece. Um, I want to see, you know, is it going to be something where these guys can learn and grow um, and then we can put them in a position to create now something for their resumes for people who want to see them. And then we're now, you know, building on that, that leadership aspect. Yeah, because also the programs that you offer are life changing programs and you want to make sure that the people that you put in those places come with a level of uh, professionalism and empathy and understand that they are impacting someone's life. And it's just simple as that. So I can understand that, you know, rather than have that paper resume and really worry about that, it's more about connection and relationship, right? Exactly. A hundred percent, 100 percent. And one of the things that I always say, so two years ago, we did the summer camp. And one of the things that I always said to, you know, the, the youth that were working in the summer camp is, listen, man, like the, the numbers of the kids that are coming to camp, that directly you know kind of reflects the what you're doing because i'm not physically working the program you guys are right so we started that year we started with seven kids and we ended up with like 40 some odd kids and i always give praise to you know the the team that that did that because at the end of the day like i said it's not me that's going in there you know kind of guiding and leading those activities and making it fun for those youth it's the this it's the staff that are going in there and the kids that are creating those memories with the other campers that are coming, right. Where they want to go back the following year. And, you know, they're, they're on their parents to, because they want to go to the project impact camp. Right. I just wanted to take a quick break and make sure that we tell you a little bit about Warren's food truck, you know, the Island grill, the food is amazing. I had it, over the summer, you should really try and treat yourself. You can check them out over there at the Food Truck Corral in Oshawa, which is on Winchester Road, just between Simcoe and Ritson. And they're back open there on April 1st. So be sure to check them out. Uh, it's the Island Grill Food Truck. It's the best food you're going to get for sure. We were camp counselors. There's so long, man. You and I down at GL Roberts, just pumping kids up every day and just having a good time. And man, that resonated for a while. I was like, I, it was probably like half a year, man. I wasn't even working at the camp and I've been like the grocery store and like some kid would just yell out like captain big red. <laughs> like they're yeah. just, you know what I mean? Like you just jack up somebody and they really have an experience. They remember it. That's the most fun thing about, you know, the summer was they got to go to camp. Right. And exactly. uh, that value that you, that uh, your counselors get to instill in, in the kids is, you know, you want to make sure that obviously they understand the impact. That's for sure. Exactly. <laughs> So exactly. And honestly, it's like I always say too, right? Like it's it's embedded in, in what we do is, you know, there's you can be impacted two ways, positive or negative. We realize both. We want to leave a positive impact. Yeah. You know what? I love having conversations with you because I know that you and I um, 
think very alike. And one of the things I was really interested in when you and I were chatting about the food truck is that you're really giving uh, youth the opportunity to see, you know, the business side of things, you know, having to work, you know, part time, things like that. Maybe tell me a little bit about that and having some of the youth being exposed to the food truck business. And again, because you guys already know everything I do, you know, I want to give these guys opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I have my basically my whole entire team is is comprised of youth my kids work in the truck um and then i have youth from the community honestly majority of kids that that work in the truck are from south oshawa um and what i do is i kind of i kind of break down different things for these guys so they understand customer service um they understand quality of food um and then because one of the biggest things i always say to these guys is you know if uh one if the customers aren't happy then it kind of relates back to I can't be able I won't be able to pay you guys and if I can't pay you guys because people aren't you know kind of coming here and getting food then you guys don't have work right and it's something that these guys kind of they really relate to because they enjoy working in the food truck so I have you know two people that have actually I'm lying there's there's like four of them that really you know they they keep in touch with me um, you know, I see how they're doing in their daily life. It's not just about them working in the truck, but I make sure, you know, life is at least like, you know, if I can help them out, then I help them out. Uh, just check in on them every once in a while. But these guys are super excited to come back for the truck, right? Like they're very, like I told them all, you know, April 1st, right? We're going to be opening back up the truck and these guys are counting down. These guys are counting down. Yeah. I got people who literally are like, I want to work all day on the weekends, like these guys are willing to give up their weekends, you know, the, the stuff that you're teaching them is just so important. And, you know, they obviously feel like they're welcome They They have the ability to, you know, make some money and also, you know, have it in a nice spot where they don't, you know, they're not getting yelled at. They're not just slinging burgers at McDonald's. They're, you know, having the yeah. ability to actually see how things are run. And that's yeah. kind of leads me to my next question. I'm interested to, to hear your answer. You know, maybe if you were, engaging with a young entrepreneur is trying to maybe open up a food truck, but really having some struggling times to get to the next steps, you know, what's some advice you would offer them? I would definitely say, you know, um, people always say, and I always think it's cliche, you know, it's like nothing you ever want comes easy. Um, I would tell them, you know, stick with it because you never know um, what can come up it. So and I'll give a little story to kind of like go with it is where my food truck is right now. I actually got told no um, when I first inquired about putting my food truck there. Right. And what ended up happening was I seen um, a posting in the paper and I was like, you know what? All right. I saw it. No problem. I'm aware. And then I saw it again. I was like, you know what? Let me reach out to these guys a different way. Right. So instead of calling, I wrote an email. I put um I put some pictures of the food in people's comments and then sent off the email and then waited like two hours and then called had a conversation these guys were like you know we like what you saw we what we saw okay can you come down I said yes so my thing is to the to anyone like a young person that wants to start up their own stuff is don't ever give give in you're gonna hear the answer no but you know what just one yes sometimes is all that you need to be able to do what it is that you need to do and and get that work done because a lot of people are afraid to give opportunities. So you're going to hear more no's than yeses, but don't ever get discouraged when you hear a no, 
um, just use that to drive passion um, to continue going. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. That's great advice. So, you know, it's Project Impact Youth. It's Island Grill. And make sure, obviously, that you're checking out on YouTube. I am more than you think the video series. It's amazing work done by Warren. Thanks, man. I appreciate you being on the show. Uh, thank you very much for having me. It's always a pleasure. I want to thank Warren for coming on the show to chat. We really appreciate it. You know, be sure to check out our new website at www.selfcareu.net. There you can find the podcast, you know, information about the Level Up Leadership Youth Program that we're running and how Self Care U is helping to contribute to a more positive community. If you're trying to reach us, it's www.selfcareu.net. You can get us at selfcareu underscore level up on Instagram or email podcast at gmail.com. This is Self Care U. And we definitely leveled up today with Warren Edwards. Mm-hmm.